Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Perspective Transformation Radio, enjoying its 10th anniversary, often the number one live airing broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, and reaching a global audience of over 185,000 listeners. During this hour-long interview-style program, you'll meet Perspective Transformers, who come to share their most pivotal, life-changing insights and aha moments, offering you instant access to life, leadership, and God-loving seismic shifts of your own. We encourage you to invite friends to join you here now, or share quotes with attribution, and also reach out to our sponsor, WomenSpeakers.com. WomenSpeakers.com is the most popular online connecting place for Christian event planners and Christian women speakers since 2002. I'm your host, Marnie Swedberg, and I encourage you to grab a notepad and get ready to meet today's Perspective Transformer. Hey, everybody. This is Marnie. Excited to be with you this afternoon. And I am my own Perspective Transformer today. We don't have any guests today. However, everything I'm going to be sharing with you about the five ways to wow event planners is based on my experience working with planners and speakers. And I'm super excited to be sharing this topic with you. I recently released a short six-minute video that um, generated some questions, and I wanted to do a follow-up with that and kind of dive deeper into this concept of how to wow event planners. Speakers, it's always a challenge to get your name in front of planners, and then once you have their attention, to get them to actually reach out and invite you. So that's my heart, is that you get invited, found and invited, and that's my job over at womenspeakers.com. I love doing that, and so I'm excited to share this information with you. During the next hour here, we're going to be talking about the five ways to wow event planners. First of all, to be visible to her. Second, be credible. Third, offer great topics. Fourth, think about her. And fifth, make it easy to email and to contact you. We're going to dive deeper into the 30-word wonder Uh, That concept, we're going to talk about how you can get extra visibility for your speaking ministry and the difference between features and benefits and why you care about that. So I've been hosting WomenSpeakers.com since 2002. I started as the only speaker on the site, and now we're up over 1,100 speakers. And it's just my great joy and delight, responsibility and honor to partner with speakers and planners who are looking for each other. And I sit on the back side of the site and match leads. So planners come to the site, they tool around, they find one or maybe even up to five speakers to invite. They reach out to the speakers directly. We just minimally vet those uh, inquiries. So basically what that means is that we have a red flag system. And if anything about the invite triggers one of the red flags, then we manually vet it before we put it through. Otherwise, it just goes through straight to the speaker. The speaker contacts the planner back, and they go on from there making uh, an appointment to chat or else going ahead and signing the speaker up to come and speak at an event. We coordinate all kinds of events from um, small events. Um, One that's coming up, she's been finding her speakers at womenspeakers.com for years. It's coming up. It's an in-home prayer conference for like 20 women and they have a speaker budget that they use every year they've been doing this for years 
Uh, a lot of people come to find speakers for conferences, retreats, mother-daughter events, women's outreach days, all kinds of different things. So for those of you who are planners, I want to just say thank you. And if you're here wondering what I'm going to say is going to wow you, I hope that these things I'm going to share really are your heart. And if there's other things, you can reach out, of course, to us at womenspeakers.com. And for you who are here that are speakers and you're wondering how you can really uh, delight a planner's heart, that's my vision for today's training is to help you to do that. So let's start with the five ways to wow event planners. And like I say, there's a six-minute video that just hits on the high points of this. So we're going to dive deeper in here today. The first way is to be visible to the planner because she can't love you if she can't find you. So this is the number one thing that you have to do in order to wow her is you have to let her find you. And everybody always says that's the hardest part. It is. It's one of the hardest parts is to just get visible. And that's, again, I believe that's why God put womenspeakers.com on my heart to start with because it was really hard for planners to find speakers, even speakers that lived in their own city or in a city nearby. They just didn't even know that they existed. And how are they going to find that speaker when they need a speaker? So having a registration with womenspeakers.com is a huge positive step toward getting found by planners, especially planners who aren't already in your sphere of influence. For those you're already working with, it may not make a huge difference. But for those who you don't already know, um, who come to womenspeakers.com looking for a speaker, I mean, this is a great way to get visible with them. Womenspeakers.com carries a lot of weight. It's a huge site. It has, it has millions and millions of site hits per year. Uh, Google and the other search engines love it because it's very busy every day. There's lots of activity at the site uh, from planners coming in looking for speakers and submitting uh, contact forms to reach out to speakers, to other people coming in to leave recommendations, to speakers themselves coming in to update their profiles. Uh, it's just got a lot of action at the site and Search engines love that. So compared to having a planner find you on the great big internet at your own website, it's really easier for them to find you at womenspeakers.com because of the size of the site. And so when you think about being a free speaker or a paid speaker, all the speakers there um, can get found by planners. And uh, every day we're matching leads for free speakers as well. However, it's about a four to one difference. The featured speakers get about four times on average, four times as many invites as the free speakers. Uh, so that's just where it's at. The, the featured speakers just carry more weight again, because the search engines love them uh, because there's more content there. You've got your, we're going to talk about this in a little bit more too in a minute, but you've got your topics, you've got your recommendations, you've got your resources, all that kind of stuff isn't available to the free level speaker. And so the featured speaker simply gets found more often. And because of the content that they've uploaded, they get invited more frequently. So the first way to wow the speaker is to get visible to her, to be top of mind. We're going to talk about this as we go through the hour. But what that means is she maybe saw something that you wrote or heard you speak or knew somebody who knew you and recommended you or whatever years ago but you have fallen off of her radar. 
this is what top of mind means. It means just continually being present in her world, showing up in her social media news feeds, uh, showing up in her inbox with a, a, a monthly newsletter or something like that, um, being where she's looking for a speaker. Oh, that's who I was thinking of. I forgot what her name was. That kind of thing. You want to be top of mind. One of the things we do for our featured speakers is we do a be live TV interview. It's a 15-minute live interview with me on Facebook where planners can actually see you in action and get to know you a little bit better Again, that could go into your resources section on your profile at womenspeakers.com to help you get found and visible to her. One of the things I recommend that you do is Google yourself. So if you just type in your name and then press search, do you come up? What comes up about you? If you type in your name, comma, Christian speaker or women speaker or Christian woman speaker, what comes up about you? Uh, if you are listed at womenspeakers.com already as a featured speaker, you're most likely going to see that posting come up very near the top. It kind of depends on how much other stuff you have out there. But let's say that you don't have a ton of other stuff out there. You, what you're, you're listing at womenspeakers.com will come up first or second or third. Uh, it's just it's just a big site, and it's going to carry a lot of weight, even when someone's searching especially for you. So you want to be found, easily found like that. Um, a friend at a luncheon may say to her, have you ever had so-and-so speak at your event? No, I never have. I haven't heard of her. You jot down the name at the luncheon. You go home. You look her up on Google. What does the planner find about you? If she finds you at womenspeakers.com with a featured profile that includes all of the content that she could ever want to know about you, your bio, your topics, your reference letters, your resources, the link to your website, the link to your Facebook or LinkedIn page, wherever she likes to hang out. If she finds all that, when she looks you up after a word of mouth recommendation like that, you are so in because you've got so much credibility being part of that site. So I just encourage you to help a planner find you. Uh, there's so much you can do to get in front of her. In fact, um, for the featured speakers, we have a couple training programs that are available in a private Facebook group called Complete Christian Communicator. And um, one of the things I offer there is the marketing personality test. But I just want to spend a moment here and read through all of the different ways that you can use to be top of mind. And I'm going to do this kind of in an effort to overwhelm you a little bit, but to help you make, make you aware of how much work it is to stay top of mind and why having your profile at womenspeakers.com current, up to date, and looking awesome is such a good idea. Because once you get that profile uh, featured and looking great, just optimized, what happens is that it just sits there and works for you 24 hours a day while you're busy doing other stuff. So in the marketing personality, you might think about shareable content. That'd be like you can take something you see on somebody else's blog post or Facebook post or Twitter post, re retweet it or on Facebook, share it. Uh, you share others' content. You might be hosting or being interviewed on a podcast and you share that image and link. Maybe you want to do a live stream or a Facebook live 
Uh, this is, these are all just ways that you can get in front of planners because, again, she can't love you if she can't find you. So another thing that's really hot right now is infographics. Um, if you have a topic that you love to create an infographic, it's kind of a longer strip that has um, like how-tos or certain bullet points to it or whatever, share it on Pinterest and then share it at the other social outlets as well. You can include a webinar link with an image if you're hosting a webinar or maybe you're going to be a guest on a webinar. A testimonial. If you get a testimonial, anytime you get a testimonial, share that. Just put it on a, a, a colored background um, with the person's name or better yet, make a little make a little um, po poster of it, a little Facebook post or whatever with the person's photo and what they said about you and publish that out there and CC them on it. So, you know, use the pound sign and their name so that they get a copy of that you are sharing that publicly. By the way, if you don't know how to do something like that, I use Canva, C as in cat, A, N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, A, dot com. And Canva allows you to very quickly learn how to make very professional looking uh, images that you can share on your social media. Another way to help her find you is to publish on your social media, Alex, to publish how-to articles of some kind, uh, to put a news flash out. Like any time that you have something newsworthy, put it out there. It could be that um, your husband just sent you a dozen roses for your anniversary. That's newsworthy. Or it could be that you just got booked to speak at a certain event or that you um, are, were just noted in a special award or ceremony or that you had an article written about you in the paper, whatever. If you have news to share, put that on your social post. Again, the whole purpose of what I'm going through here right now is to help you have planners find you so that they can remember that you're there and invite you. You can do short videos. You can um, link to the answer to a question, like maybe somebody sends you a question in your email box. Well, ask the question online and then give the answer. And that's a, that's a wonderful way to do a link. You can share a report, a list, a special offer, a new release. Uh, even I sometimes will share music that I love. Like while I'm working, I'm listening to worship music and a song will really just touch me. And I just share that right out there uh, to social media. That, there's a prayer category here for getting your name out there. Um, you can privately pray for people. You can make prayer calls to people. You can call planners and say, I was just praying for your ministry right now. Do you have a moment? I'd like to pray with you. You can ha have online prayer meetings. You can do a prayer letter, wh whatever it is that, you know, maybe none of those sound like you. That's okay. Because how about um, one and done? These are ways that you can also get your name out in front of people. Create a website. Uh, add an email signature to all of your emails. Create a speaker one sheet. Create a press kit. Uh, have a referral program so people can send people over to you. Provide badges for people who are really active in your ministry. Uh, use your book as a business card. Uh, use, have business cards and handouts to take with you everywhere you go. There's all kinds of social media outlets. Uh, I'm just going to list a few. And uh, you might even have others than this, but these are the main ones. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, podcast blogs, traditional press magazines, TV, and radio. You can also um, have verbal visual 
uh, marketing going on. You could be a TV or video guest, do a speaking engagement, host webinars, host a conference, host events, host a podcast, do video lives. You can network at conferences and events, at trade shows. You can join organizations or join groups for that. There's written ways to market yourself, texts and PMs, uh, personal messages, U.S. mail, email, posters, flyers, newsletters, bulletins, guest posts, guest blogs, books, articles, newspaper columnists. You can get into media, uh, getting publicity stories written about you, press releases that you send in, uh, media pitches that you send in, and then you can post to event sites. You can use art, uh, photo images, artwork, and memes. You can do paid advertising, uh, paid offers, coupons, pamphlets, events or booths at conferences, classifieds, a sign spinner, billboards, uh, branded items, sponsorship. You can collaborate. You can um, use referrals, cross promotions, blog tours, donations, uh, photo opportunities, hosting groups, recommend, recommending others. There's all kinds of ways that you can get in front of planners, but the key is that the first thing you have to do to wow a planner is you have to let her know you exist. So if you haven't already optimized a featured speaking profile at womenspeakers.com, I just have to tell you that's the best thing you can do because it's a one and done. You set it up and then it just works for you from that day forward. And it's where planners go to find speakers. So that's so cool. Okay, the second one, the second way to wow a planner is to be credible. She can't invite you until she trusts you. So our motto at womenspeakers.com is from Proverbs 27.2, let another man praise you and not your own lips. And when I think about this, I'm reminded that 87% of our surveyed featured speakers say that they hate self-promotion. This makes me smile so big because I love working with people who hate self-promotion. In other words, I love working with humble people. I love working with people who don't get up and think that the world revolves around them and everything's all about them and that they should just fall into um, the good graces of other people and it's everybody else's responsibility to make sure that they're publicized and all that. I love working with the speakers at womenspeakers.com. I love love helping to promote people who want to do it God's way. And it's so cool that that's the fact. The reality is that references are the way to build credibility. So there's a couple other ways too I'm going to talk about in a minute, but references are just huge. If you can get other people to just come to womenspeakers.com, click on write a recommendation, and then they just write a paragraph there about what they thought about you when you came and spoke at their event or when they heard you speak at another event, uh, it is such a long way toward building your credibility. When a planner comes to womenspeakers.com, she doesn't know you already most frequently. She, sometimes they come there knowing you and just having been told you're there, but usually they come there and find you. They're looking for something or someone to come speak at their event, and they don't already know you. So they're searching around, and if they come to your site, to your page there at womenspeakers.com and you've got a topic they like and they like your bio, but you don't have any recommendations, it's hard for her to trust you. It's hard for her to say, yeah, she's the one I'm going to, you know, 
pay to fly in or whatever it is that she needs to get herself to do to have you be her guest. So it's really important that you provide those recommendations. Let another man praise you and not your own lips. A recommendation or a reference is kind of like one of the pieces of word of mouth publishing. Word of mouth marketing or word of mouth um, advertising is always going to be your number one marketing tool. I just want to say that again. That's your number one marketing tool is word of mouth advertising. And so when you think about uh, these recommendations, it's really part of that. If, if a planner has already thought through what she liked about your presentation, why she loved having you at her event, and she's published it to your womenspeakers.com page, she's much more likely to verbalize that to someone who she's having lunch with or who she's at a conference with. Oh, yeah, have you had so-and-so? I just We just had her. I gave her a recommendation. She's over at womenspeakers.com. I mean, this is a really easy way for you to continue to take that word of mouth farther and as well as be super easy to find. Another way to be credible to her is to have a smiling professional headshot. So remember that a planner is always thinking like three or four or five steps ahead. So when she's looking at your profile, she's imagining, is this the person who I can really get behind and promote for my event? Can I put her photo on my poster and have it look correct? In other words, if you put, you know, a picture of you in your car, um, you know, and she's trying to have this poster look really great, it's not going to work. And maybe she loves you and everything, but that's just a, it's a red flag for her. It says that you are not taking this as seriously as she is taking it. So you want to have a really great headshot. Also, you want to be authentic in your branding. And the only thing I can maybe help you understand this part of it is to say that the authenticity and the branding is like a domino effect. Whatever she sees or hears about you should be consistent with the other things she sees and hears about you. So there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be any huge disconnects or incongruities when she's going through your information. It should all feel like, yes, it's the same person from beginning to end. And it's not that you have to be a boring person or predictable. It's just that if you do have things that are kind of um, out there interesting about you, you want to position them in such a way that it is congruent with the rest of who you are. And so your, your smiling headshot, your references, your topics, your biography, uh, everything, everything should flow together to, to give one cohesive picture of who it is you are. If you have not done mission and vision training yet, I just encourage you to do that. If you are a featured speaker at womenspeakers.com already, just log in to the mentorship program at marnie.com and it's part of your program there. It takes less than two hours to do and it will just help you so much with this branding congruity piece where you will know for sure that the content you're putting out there is building trust because everything is the same. It's, it's, uh, it's how God made you. God made you uniquely. There's nobody else that's going to have the exact same mission or vision statements as you. You're going to be completely unique in the world, just like you are, and you'll be unique in ministry. And you're here to meet 
certain people's needs, not everybody's. You're not here to meet every need in all of the whole world, but you are here to meet certain needs and to fit perfectly with certain ministries. And so as you get very clear about your mission and vision, your level of credibility goes up. Just having a speaker profile at womenspeakers.com, it is a level of credibility that you don't have without it because womenspeakers.com has such a great reputation. So we've been doing this since 2002. Uh, we've got planners who come to us all the time for all their speakers. Uh, we've got other planners finding us every single day. So it's just a great way to increase that number two way to wow her is to be credible, to actually let her trust you very quickly upon finding your information. Okay, number three. Let me take a breath here. Uh, we'll be right back because I'm just going to take a quick breath. There we go. Okay, number three, five ways to wow event planners. Number three, offer great topics. Topics are one of the key ways that planners find speakers at womenspeakers.com. And a lot of planners find womenspeakers.com simply by searching for a topic. They come into the topic zone and they don't see anybody that has maybe exactly their same words. So they type in close keywords and they get a bunch of um, speakers that come up. Some planners come, I've actually used it for this myself, but some planners come to the site and they're just looking for a topic title and they just go through and then here there's a, they, they hit a topic title that they just really love. They're like, okay, that's what I'm going to call my event. And then, well, then they think well, this person, this speaker already has this thing all worked up. She's got a whole program on this topic. Why wouldn't I invite her? If this is the topic that God put in my heart, this is probably the speaker God has for me. So it is just kind of a natural flow when a planner is looking for a specific topic that she, A, finds womenspeakers.com, and then B, finds the speaker who has the topic she's looking for and goes forward from there. So what planners hate is they hate a great title and no description. Uh, that They say it's, it feels like a bait and switch where you know, you've got them all excited to see what you're going to say about this topic, and then they get into your topic, and there's no description. So what I encourage you to do is use 30-word wonders. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in a few minutes, so I'm just going to touch on it right now. But 30-word wonders is where you wordsmith your description to be 30 words or so that she can copy and paste directly into her program and onto her poster, onto her website. And these are going to be the 30 words that are going to make the attendees want to come hear you speak on this topic. So you want to really wordsmith your topic titles and your 30 word wonder descripts. And again, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in a few moments. The third way to wow the planner then is to offer great topics using 30 word wonders. We're going to do number four. Of the five ways to wow an event planner, number four is to think about her. You know, uh, planners are just people, they're usually wearing a lot of hats, juggling a lot of balls. Typically, an event planner will also be 
um, uh, in a full-time job somewhere on staff at the church uh, doing multiple things. She will potentially be a pastor's wife. Uh, she may just be doing this very part-time while juggling all different kinds of ministries and other hats. She's wearing sometimes an event planner is simply an event planner, which is not to minimize that, but that's actually less common than the event planner who juggles a lot of balls. So when I say the fourth way to wow her is to think about her, that's exactly what I mean. What can you do to make her life easier? Somebody recently told me that they spent over two hours just searching the web, coming up with how to introduce their speaker because she gave all kinds of information, but nothing cohesive, nothing coherent that made it easy for her to introduce her. So this is what you can do here is you want to prepare a rocking 30 word bio or introduction. Use all of your, all of your writing skills, all of your uh, best ideas, Put down the things that are most unique about you that make you the most qualified to be listened to, and then put that into a 30-word wonder, this little 30-word copy and paste thing. I really recommend that you get some book jackets, um, go to the public library or go to Amazon or whatever, wherever you want to go, go to your church library and look at some of the new releases and see how they're describing this author. Because on the back jacket, they usually get about 30 to 60 words. That's it. And this author has to be the one that people want to listen to. I encourage you not to use the bios of the authors of people like Rick Warren or, or uh, Beth Moore, because everybody, they're a household name. They don't need any description. So then they're using other stuff there. But for people you don't know who they are, that little, that little description makes all the difference whether you are going to read that book or not. So when you're going to be introduced on a poster, in a flyer, on a website, and people don't know you, your 30-word bio is the most important thing that you have there. You want to have that be written in such a way that it makes people just so curious to meet you. How in the world did this person live through that or do that or I want to learn more about them? This is your opportunity, and you're doing the work for the planner. You're thinking about what she really needs. You know, if you think about viral messages, the messages that go viral on the web, those messages evoke emotion, and they affect a large number of people. <laughs> so that's what they have in common. They evoke emotion, and they affect a large number of people. In your 30-word bio, you want to evoke an emotion, and you want to affect your target audience. So who is it that's supposed to be coming? Is it supposed to be women? Is it supposed to be business women? Is it supposed to be uh, pastoral women? Is it supposed to be pastor's wives? Who is it that your main audience is? Evoke emotion and attract that audience. And then when you have your 30-word wonder ready, put it at the beginning of your bio. I do encourage you to have a full-length bio, not just 30 words, but that you go ahead and make the full-length bio. In case, I mean, some people read my whole one. My whole full-length bio is probably eight paragraphs long. And some people stand up there on the podium and read the whole thing. Not usually, though. Usually they like it a little shorter. And by giving them the 30-word wonder, they can put that on their 
posters and stuff. And then they can pick and choose or read the whole bio. And all of that information is good and helpful. But if you put your 30-word bio first, your 30-word wonder first, that's the first thing they're going to see. And, again, it just increases credibility for you, makes them know, okay, she knows what she's doing. But also it does the work for the planner. And I think that that is what planners have communicated to us is that they just love this. When they get to a, a page, a profile at womenspeakers.com, and the speaker has taken time to get her bio and her topics, uh, you know, really nailed down so that they can just cut and paste, those are the ones that they're going to choose first because they're busy too. And so if you understand what's really needed and you do it for her, you just bubble right to the top of the top of the pile. Okay, number five of the five ways to wow event planners. Number five is make it easy to connect with you. Provide multiple connection options. At womenspeakers.com, you're allowed to enter all of the main um, social links. You can enter Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and your Amazon author page and your own website and your blog site and Facebook. And I basically just on and on with all of them that are there. The key here is that every planner, every person has a place where they like to hang out. And it's not always the same place. Um, uh, I, for example, hang out. If I hang out, I hang out at Facebook. But if I'm looking for, let's say, uh, an expert for my radio show or something like that, I will be at LinkedIn. So for you to get basic system set up across these different social mediums and when you post at one post at them all and I know that there are rules about you know don't post the same thing from place to place but honestly unless you have a team who's going to help you identify that out I do I post I post the same thing across them and it works so just don't be too overly worried about being perfect everywhere get visible everywhere because the planners who the planners who um, are reaching out to you using a social link, they aren't everywhere. They're just where they are. And so if you're at Facebook, but they're Instagram, uh, you don't, you don't get seen by them. So try to have a basic one at each. And then in my ebook that I called, um, uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, social media, social networking, Osane, uh, sane social networking in 15 minutes a day, I talk about how you post once or twice a day, you post something out, but then you don't go back and answer all your inquiries until once a day. One time a day, you communicate back to the people who communicated to you, but then a couple times a day or however often you want to do it, you put something out to people and so that you have this way that you can manage it in the minutes you have. Social linking is so important. Be available to them in as many ways as possible. Have an email, a form on your website. It's, it's unbelievable how hard some people make it to contact them. You don't necessarily have to have a phone number. And in fact, a lot of times now, especially for a women speaker, uh, it's not safe to have your phone number published out there. But definitely have a form 
F-O-R-M on your website where people can read a contact form, where people can reach out to you. I also don't recommend putting your email address out there just because it can be so easily spammed. And at womenspeakers.com, we have had stalkers. And so that, that's why we vet the, the invites so strictly. So it's, we used to have phone numbers showing. We don't do that anymore. Uh, we've changed just because of the safety factor. So you want to be easy to connect with without endangering yourself or your family. Um, that is, okay, so that was number five. I'm going to come back in just a second, and we are going to go through the 30-word wonders just in a little uh, deeper context. Wonders. This is um, a name that I have given to the process of narrowing down all the fantastic content that you could choose to share with a planner into the first 30 words of what you share being what she can copy and paste into her programs, onto her bulletin inserts, onto her website, whatever. And my thinking here is based on planners' input. They just really hate it. A, when they get to an awesome title and there's no description, or B, when they find an amazing speaker and it's too hard to, to describe her. How do you describe her? Because she's got this long, rambling life story that's all very interesting, and that's why you love her. But now you're supposed to tell other people, you know, these are the three speakers that we're considering and I have a difficult time identifying how to exactly tell someone about you. So you go back to that concept of the elevator pitch. And I know a lot of people have said, you know, shouldn't ever do an elevator pitch, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is that we only have so much time with people. They don't have endless hours to, uh, to discover all the depths of you. Even your spouse. Even your best friend doesn't know everything about you. There isn't enough time. So we have to always give an abbreviated version of ourselves to everyone we're with ever. For an event planner, you want to give her the very best uh, simmered down version of what you are for her and her gals. And you want to do this in 30 words or so. So these 30-word wonders are going to be at the top of your bio and at the top of your topics. So you have on your topics, you have an amazing title that just grabs her attention. And then underneath, you have the 30-word wonder description. And then you draw a line across that underneath it. And then you have the long descript. You maybe include all the Bible verses or the passage of scripture you're going to use. You just go ahead and give her a much deeper, broader feel for that. But when she's describing it to somebody, she has 30 words that she can use to describe your topic versus somebody else's topic versus somebody else's topic. So do you see that what's happening is that you're not in a vacuum. You're actually, you're actually in a shopping mall. You're in a store. And she has many options. It's like she's standing in front of, you know, the produce section and she's looking at what kind of creamer she's going to buy for her, for her milk or for her coffee. And there's, you know, 18 different kinds. 
So she starts to narrow it down, and she's got to pick one in the end. She's not going to take home all 18 kinds of creamer. This is what's happening at womenspeakers.com. This is what's happening when planners are looking for a speaker. They have more options than just you. So how is it that you're going to wow them? You're going to think about her, what she needs, what she'll be doing with the information you provide her, and the decisions that she has to make. So these 30-word wonders are going to provide you the opportunity to really bubble to the surface of her um, most desirable list of speakers to work with. The uh, key here is that in the topic descriptions and in your bio, you need to be thinking more about features than, I'm sorry, you need to be thinking more about benefits rather than features. And I'm going to spend the next little bit on that. So let me just take a breath here and I'll go into features versus benefits. Wow, that was really loud. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, let's talk about features versus benefits. So a feature talks about what it helps you to be or do, whereas a benefit talks about how it feels, uh, what doors it opens, what's the effect of it. So, for example, if I say um, this, this topic will help you synergize all aspects of everything having to do with blank. The benefit of that would be understanding this will help you have peace. It will reduce unnecessary pain or friction. So one of them is telling you what it's going to do. The other one is going to tell you the result of what it's going to do. And while both are important, the selling kind, go back to remember how I said that viral messages evoke emotion benefits evoke emotion. Features, not so much. Features are in the logic side of the brain. Emotions, benefits are in the feeling side of the brain. In order to go viral, in order to wiggle into her heart, you're going to have to be on the emotional side of things. So we don't want it to all be gushy and, and no sensical stuff to it at all. That's not the point. But the point is that when you're working on your 30-word wonders, you want to focus on the benefits more than the features. So here's a couple more examples. A feature might be, this will help you garner the greatest impact from the least effort. The benefit is that it feels great to wisely manage your time and resources. Another feature might be, produces excellent work without perfectionism, whereas the benefit would be, I'm so grateful and humbled by these results. The feature might be set your project up and to go viral if that's God's will, but the benefit would be I'm ready, positioned, and curious how big God wants to take me. Um, the feature would be attract every potential collaborator from day number one, but the benefit would be I get to work with God's dream team on this one. A feature would be rest assured that God is pleased with your work, whereas a benefit would be I go to sleep every night, a success in God's eyes. So what you're doing is you're using emotion in your language to help get the point across that this is going to be a topic, a discussion that the, that the audience will not want to miss. 
in your bio, you're going to use um, words that will help to understand that you're the person who can help do this. Uh, the phrase I use is perspective transformation. So I could use um, Bible-based Bible -based principles, but what does that result in? Perspective transformation. So if you just think ahead a little bit and put yourself in their shoes, how are you going to get that emotion worked in there? All right. The next thing I want to do is I want you to be invited to submit to be a guest here on Blog Talk Radio with me. Um, we host a guest every week. So obviously that's only 50 a year. And uh, we're already booking a couple months out in advance. But if you have a topic that you feel like would be helpful to speakers, event planners, women's ministry leaders, or other leaders, then you can go to PerspectiveTransformation.com, scroll to the bottom of that page, and you will find the application form there. When you're doing the application, this would be a wonderful thing for you to do, even if you actually don't want to um, apply to be a guest on the show. It's a good workshop for you. It's a good practice because what we do is we have you submit eight to 10 talk points, and we have you do it in a benefit-driven statement um, to help the listener understand what they can get out of the program. So I was just doing one, hang on. It's just doing, we we're just doing one earlier uh, for a show that's coming up at the top 10 tips for marketers on a mission. Number one, the surprising way to create the career of your dreams. Now she could have, she could have written here as far as this statement goes, she could have written, um, the five things to do every morning. But she writes the surprising way to create the career of your dreams. Do you hear how that's emotionally driven? Okay, number two, aim for your audience's center ring. Number three, how even a basic marketing system works for you 24-7. Number four, your very first marketing strategy should be dot, dot, dot. So you get, you get your emotions again there. Number five, what, what is a lead magnet and how many do you need? Number six, a five-step Facebook live action plan. Number six, or seven rather, a master social media content forever. Number eight, how to serve more than one audience segment in a single blog. Number nine, answer these six questions before creating your online course. And again here, when you have something like um, how to serve more than one audience, answer these six questions. The last one is the single most important marketing element that few Christian writers and speakers use. She's, she's pulling us into the emotional side again by helping us to think about what would that be like? I mean, I wonder if I'm doing that. How could I better do this? What's in this for me? So as we just do a little recap here before we close out for the day, I want to just remind you that um, that my heart is to help you get ready and get found and get booked. So in order to get ready, if you go to marniesfriends.com, there are hundreds, literally, of training segments there. You just hover over the picture in the category. So if you're a speaker, go to the speaker column and hover over the photos, and you'll see what the name of their training is, and then you can click through and listen to that. 
And if you're an event planner, same. If you're a women's ministry leader, the same. If you're a manager, the same like that. If you're wondering about how to do marketing better, there's a whole section on that. Uh, so that's kind of the get ready part as well as once you're a featured speaker with womenspeakers.com, you get access to the optimization training as well as to the um, uh, there's another training in there too. I can't remember right now what it is. But anyway, these are the two trainings that are going to help you to get your profile really up to the highest level possible so that you can get found and invited as often as possible. Okay, we're going to come right back and go through the five laws again, and then we'll be done for today. Okay, so reviewing the five ways to wow an event planner. Number one is to be visible to her, and she can't love you if she can't find you. So just remember that being top of mind is the key. Uh, again, I obviously, I'm the host of womenspeakers.com, so I believe in it because I see it's working. And uh, getting in there is just a way to be in front of planners 24-7, 365. You set it up one time, and then it just keeps going after that. Number two is to be credible, to offer her references and recommendations, let another, Proverbs 27 too, let another man praise you and not your own lips. She cannot invite you if she can't trust you. So increasing that credibility factor is just huge. And remember again, the authenticity, the branding, that's the domino effect. So once you understand your mission and vision, once you're clear about that, and again, if you're, you can either go to marnie.com and just buy that separately, or if you're a featured speaker, it comes with your membership. Take a couple hours, get that mission and vision training down so you know, what am I here to do? Everything that she sees about you should be congruent with that, should flow naturally from who God created you to be and what he put you on earth to do. So number two is to be credible. Number three is to offer great topics. Use your 30 word wonders. Take time to get your titles just really polished up. Make that title just something that... Um, you know, I, okay, that's an example of this, this program right here, Five Ways to Wow Event Centers. That's a really good title because it, it's very clear. It uses a number. People love numbers. Um, it says exactly what you're going to learn to do during this program. And it has a little pop to it, Five Ways to Wow. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, got, it's got the components of a great title. So, again, Envision, the planner is thinking about inviting you, and she gets to one of your topics. And it's um, Mary, the mother of Jesus. All right. That is not a great topic uh, title. Uh, it's, it, it's true that that's what you're going to be talking about. But you could do so much with that to make it really pop, to make it make her go, wow, I just am so curious what she would say about that. Or I need to hear that. Or, hmm, that's interesting. I've never thought about it like that. So how could you take your topic and make the title into something that will just grab her. Uh, Mary DeMuth does a lot of teaching on this. And, and she, when she did a program with me years ago here for, for you guys on, on Black Talk Radio, hers was how to grab an editor by the throat and never let her go. You know, I mean, it's like her topic titles were, are just very captivating. They want to, you want to hear the rest of it. Uh, this summer I did a, 
uh, program at a, a women's conference and and we worked it through. She wanted she wanted it to be something kind of fun and different. And we worked worked out the title, uh, when life throws you lemons, throw them back and ask for chocolate. Okay, so it it has to be something that's a little different, out of the box, not just what everybody else is saying, and use plays on words. Use different things to get that topic title just fantastic. And then use your 30-word wonder to give her the first 30 words that she's got to copy and paste into her program, onto her website like that, and then draw a line. And under that, give her the long story. What else are people going to learn in this session? What uh, scripture verses? Uh, do you have a theme? Is there a song that goes with it? I mean, this, whatever else you can think of to put under there is great, but have the 30-word wonder come first. Number four, think about her. Remember that viral messages evoke emotion and affect a large number of people. Your stuff should evoke emotion and affect your target audience. So you don't necessarily need to affect millions of people, but what you do want to do is make sure that your what you're putting out there for titles, topics, bio, all that kind of stuff, it needs to evoke emotion and affect your audience. So when you're thinking about her, remember to have a 30-word bio that she can copy and paste and even use to introduce you. A line under that, and then your long bio under there. Use the back jackets of books to identify how to do that. Number five, the fifth way to wow event planner is to make it easy to contact you. Um, so we talked about getting everywhere as much as you can, and what I do for mine I spend the most time, which is still not very much time. I just don't have a lot of time for social media. So I don't spend a whole lot of time, but I spend the most time at Facebook and then LinkedIn. And then I have all my others also rants. Uh, so, you know, I'm at uh, YouTube and Instagram and um, Twitter and I have an Amazon book page and all that kind of stuff. So what, what you're going to find is you're going to find that you personally resonate with one or two or three. And then from there, you're going to have a presence at the other one. And when you post to one, post to all. And again, I know that's a little controversial. Some people say don't do that. But I've actually found it, I've actually found it to be pretty effective. And it's the only way that I can see, unless you have a whole staff to help you with this, it's the only way I can see that you can do it on your own is still get your other work done. Because it's very time consuming to create separate ads for every type of a venue that's out there. And then to remember, hang on one second, I'm just going to take a breath and I'll be right back. Remember, 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 focus on benefits instead of features. Features address the logical side of the brain. Um, with the what it's going to help you to be or to do, whereas benefits address the emotional side of the brain, which is how it's going to feel, um, what it's going to result in, how happy you're going to be after you do this, like that. Remember that things go viral when emotion is evoked. So you want to actually tap into that when you're working on everything that a planner will see about you. Well, this hour has been a lot of fun and I've con covered the content that I had for you here today. So I'm going to close this out. Thank you so much for being here. Again, if you would like to pitch a topic um, uh, application, just go to 
perspective transformation.com at the very bottom of the page you'll find the application form there to fill out would love to consider you as one of our guests in 2020 and also if you are a featured speaker you have the opportunity to do two interviews uh, one is a 15-minute Facebook live TV interview with me and the other one is a blog talk radio interview if we can come up with a topic that fits the show parameters and these have to be at least six months apart uh, also if you are a featured speaker you do have access to all of the resources at Marnie.com, which does include the mission vision training. And, and for anybody right now, the holiday planning training is available for free. It's usually $27, but right now at Marnie.com on the front page, you can get that for free. And I'm giving that away this year. Uh, I think it's coming out in um, paperback um, form in 2020. So if you want to access it for free right now, you can do that at Marnie.com on the front page there. If you have any questions or want to provide any feedback, go ahead and use the contact form at the bottom of Marnie.com or womenspeakers.com. And I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being with me this afternoon and for all of the times that you come and share time with me on Wednesday afternoons or as you listen to the archives. Love having you along. And this is always my joy. And we'll see you next time on Perspective Transformation Radio.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.